1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall guy.
2: That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to
1: make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG 13.
2: New baseball for Cody Greenhill. Peers in, gets his sign, comes to the stretch. Here's the 1 2 pitch. Blind drive to Woolley. The ball game is over. Two years ago, the season ended in Tallahassee. Last year in Gainesville. This year, the season will end in Omaha, Nebraska. A dog pile in Chapel Hill. Auburn 14, North Carolina 7. The Tigers are headed to the College World Series. Back, back, run like a wild man. I watched you struggle, and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University,
3: Bo
0: Jackson. (laughs) The correct your Hare Stadium time is 8:39 p.m. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truther's. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast, harbored by CollegeofMagnolia.com. I am Son of Crow, Son of Crow Two on Twitter. We're gonna go ahead and turn the reverb down. There we go. To one side of me is the guy who wants the reverb all the way up, Amateur Statistician Ryan Starrett. How
3: about another song, Crow? Oh, just you wait, Henry Higgins.
0: (laughs) To the other side of me giving you full Fort Payne ASMR is a man who wishes I was doing this in robot voice, AU Chief.
3: Hello.
0: English this week. Good evening. Tonight on the podcast, we've got so many great things. But the first
1: great thing we've got is Mr. Drew McCracken. Drew, can you read me? I, I I hear you loud and clear, Drew. And uh, greetings, salutations, uh, and and war eagles all around. Oh,
0: the magic of the internet! I have to thank Tim Cook and whoever else. Steve, <laughs> what was the guy's name from Microsoft? Steve something. Bill Gates. Uh, Steve, Steve. Bill Gates. Wozniak, Wozniak, Steve Jobs. I think it's yeah. Wozniak. Mark Brandanowitz. No, yep. oh, wait, that's a different guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Steve Park. <laughs> <laughs> Parks and Rec cut. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks, Internet. Drew, what did we
1: see happen today? Um, I mean, where do I begin? You saw bludgeoning. Um, you saw... Uh, you got to see a team really get the ball rolling early and and sure, you let up. Um, I, I know that you'll have some... Your uh, your you're, uh, across the staters uh, say well you only scored run one run after scoring thirteen um, but yeah that 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 will happen um, you, you the air is let out of the ball um, you only needed eight to win s- yeah you only needed eight to win that's a um, yeah. yeah exactly exactly Th- this was. This was race out to a huge lead at the beginning, and and then just let your pitching take over, uh, which which is exactly what happened.
0: Um, I would ask them how many runs their team scored in super regionals. It,
1: exactly. Um, it, in fact, you could you could ask that of a couple of SEC teams that think that they're a little bit better than they are, uh, namely looking at ULSU. Um, <laughs> but um, but no, going back to Auburn, you 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 know. Uh, we were talking about this before the podcast um, a little bit. You could, you know, a lot of people will say, "Well, it was just a bad start from the from the Carolina starter, and that kind of ruined everything." You could go that route, um, but let's take those four walks and four runs off the board from Auburn in the first. Auburn still had nine runs on nine hits, um, which is is still one of the most productive innings Auburn's had all year. Uh, in fact, uh, the 13 runs in the first is the most uh, to open a game, I believe I'm saying this right, according to Scott Scroggins, um, since 2000 when Auburn played Mercer in a 19-4 to whipping. Um, and that was Mercer.
2: It's almost like we took these uh, other performances from from this postseason and just kind of flipped it on its head and decided to go ahead and get it all out of the way.
1: Auburn definitely uh, did ESPN no favors, uh, much like Arkansas did a little bit later on, except they just extended it throughout the entire game. Uh, but there was Great. little drama here on, on Go Home Mon- or Championship Monday, if you will, uh, for the final two spots in the College World Series.
0: So, talk a little bit about what it looks like, um, what the field in the College World Series looks like. And it's crazy to even say that. Like, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, or about a month ago, we were doing a podcast from Plainsman parking lot. Mm-hmm. And nobody standing there me, Chief, Ryan, Will McLaughlin, lot. yeah, Ives himself. We were talking about like what this team had to do to get into the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. um, much less like even get as far as they are it's crazy to think about that team the same team we watched and they were getting shelled mm-hmm. by somebody Georgia Tech I Georgia believe. Tech
1: yep I believe it was Georgia Tech yep. yeah.
0: were with that, that that team would be where we're at now in the College World Series so talk a little about that and like and I'm doing the classic reporter talk about questions. Man, it's not really a question. Yeah, no, that's fine. And,
2: and tell us, uh, uh, I know that you've been saying this is, this is uh, the, the next year is the year. So uh, tell us what we can expect. Yeah, what's next year going to be? <laughs> what's, what's next year going to be? We've made, the home. We've made it to Omaha.
1: Gosh. Um, well, to, to take you back, even... You know, just a couple of weeks ago, um, in fact, uh, uh, let's see if I can find out the date. Uh, I don't have it right off the top of my head, but we'll just go with this. The final home game of the year uh, was against North Alabama. Auburn had to go to extra innings to beat the Lions of North Alabama. And sure, that's a midweek game, so you've got your fourth or fifth best starter. It was a short week as you got ready for LSU. But this is a team that got swept by Vanderbilt, or this was a team, uh, that got swept by, by Vanderbilt, that barely escaped uh, Georgia with a win at home, that barely, that needed to go to extra innings on the last day of the season to win a game at LSU that probably clinched a spot in the NCAA tournament. Um, that A lot of people like to say Tennessee, the Tennessee win was the one that pushed them to a two seed uh, in Atlanta because they were more than likely going to be sent out to Corvallis, Oregon. As the two, uh, two or three seed out there, which was more just like getting shoved away, um, but the win over Tennessee, um, bouncing back after um, the Vanderbilt game in the SEC tournament, the LSU game in the SEC tournament, something happened over that week, and it was a tumultuous week um, as we as we look back and, and remember. Um, but you're, you're seeing a team that's been through the fights that really did go through the toughest schedule in the country, period, bar none. Going on the road to UCF at the beginning of the season and getting two out of three, um, getting a, road, a home series win over Ole Miss. Um, you're, look, you're looking at a team that's finally gelled together, finally believes in each other, trusts in each other enough to, to put runs up on the board. And the Stephen Williams um, walk-off winner against Georgia Tech – is is just another example of how this team sort of has started to believe in itself again, much like they did last year about this, you know, a couple of weeks ago, but much like they did last year when Auburn went up to Raleigh and just steamrolled through that regional and then got the win. I really do believe that if Florida had not hit the home run uh, in the Super Regional, Auburn was going to score in that next inning. Um, Do do they hold on from there? I don't know. But I really do believe that Auburn was building the momentum to to beat Florida uh, to go to Omaha last year. But this team, I I can remember, I I know I've been saying next year, next year. But I also did say that at the beginning of the season, this team has a chance to be really, really good. I also thought that Davis Daniel and Tanner Burns and Jack Owen were going to be three starters throughout the year, and we're going to be those arms that Auburn could rely on. And you get the production from Ed y. Julian, Stephen Williams, Will, Will Holland. And you've also seen those guys start to pick it up. So that's been the real big difference. The offense has been able to step up and, and give um, give the pitching staff what it needs. A couple of runs. Just today it ended up being 13 in the first.
3: Hey Drew, you were talking about the schedule being so hard for Auburn this year. I mean, that really kind of shows up in you know, there being four SEC teams in the last eight in the College World Series field. How crazy is that? You know, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, Auburn, Arkansas. Um, and we, I think that really shows that we did play you know, everybody.
1: It's it's the most any conference has ever had in the field at Omaha, uh, period. Um, no team has ever gotten this many in. Um The only reason why Louisville is there, uh, I'll I'll just kind of tongue-in-cheek say this, the only reason why Louisville is there and not another SEC team is because in both of those brackets, there were no SEC teams in East Carolina or in (laughs) Louisville. Um, Otherwise, it would have been four out of four uh, for this side of the bracket. Um, It's an absolute testament to how tough this conference is. Um, You know, I I can remember before, um, just in talking with people, uh, whenever they would fi- whenever they would find out that I was a college baseball guy and everything they would ask you know well how's the SEC in baseball well it's tougher in college ba- it's tougher in SEC baseball than it is in SEC football period i i i i have been saying that for about 5 to 10 years now since vanderbilt became good lsu's always been good since florida's finally gotten their act together with kevin o'sullivan um, this is the toughest conference. South in, Carolina
3: won a title when you're done. Back yeah, to
1: South back, 2010, up. 2011. Um, yeah. And you're talking about a conference that's like,
0: well, I mean, we've talked about this before, is that there's very few conferences who have figured out that you can actually make money on this sport, mm-hmm. and the SEC might be the only one that has. the ace. And so it's obvious that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, and, and you're, not, you're not wrong at all. Um, the ACC's close uh, to figuring it out. Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina, as we saw this weekend. Uh, Bossomer Stadium is a beautiful, beautiful ballpark to watch a game in. Um, NC State's. Just right there on that cusp of being really, really. Miami good. used to. Miami be Miami right? is is a traditional power. They've finally gotten their act together uh, under uh, under their second year head Georgia coach. Georgia Tech as well. Georgia Tech's finally having a resurgence. So you're seeing a lot of these resurgent teams finally figuring it back out, especially in the ACC. Um, but in the SEC, as you saw this year, Missouri got left out, and they were a top twenty five team for most of the year. Um, the only reason why I think they got left out is because they got swept at home in the last series of the year by Florida. Otherwise, they're in.
0: Drew, people people call college football a regional sport, but I actually heard the other day that since Ohio State won the College World Series, which was like a long time ago, I think the 80s, no team from the north, from north of the Mason-Dixon line, or no team from the north or not California, has won. Mm-hmm. It has been a team from California For- or the Southeast, or or Texas,
1: basically, every year. Uh, or e- e- you're either going to be from the Pac-12 or from the South. Uh, Oregon State won it last year, so you're going to have a couple of, couple of those West Coast teams, if you will, just throw that right. whole, um, that that whole. It's area the West Coast. It's, it's the South. And the the Big Ten yeah. teams don't compete. Well, if you and if you look back, um, this is uh, Michigan's also in the field as they beat Oregon State, um, or I'm sorry, beat UCLA, beat Oregon State and UCLA to to make it to Omaha. It's their first trip since a guy named Barry Larkin was wow. <laughs> playing in the infield for the uh, Wolverines. So remember him playing uh, in, uh, it, backyard w- baseball. That's long enough. ago yeah, that I know but, that name from Major <laughs> League Baseball. Exactly. Exactly. So and and you if you go back and look at some of those highlights of Barry Larkin running around Rosenblatt Stadium, it I mean it it is awesome to look at. So new it, you really don't see a lot of Big Ten teams. Um, I'm I'm trying to uh, trying to remember. I, I guess it would be Nebraska back when they were in the Big Twelve, but technically they're in the Big Ten now. Right. Um, so it that would be the last team that I can just off the top of my head remember making it. I know Indiana's have, had a couple of good teams, but no, you you really, Louisville is about as north as you can go, um, with uh, with teams making it from above the Tennessee, Kentucky line or North Carolina line. maybe Virginia, if you want to throw them in there uh, as they had a couple of good teams uh, a few years ago. But, uh, but, no, the, to have Michigan in the field is a, is a v- very big rarity um, as, as we get set to start the College World Series on Saturday. So we got Mississippi State, that's right? That is correct. Auburn will play Mississippi State time? at some point. We don't have a time yet. Um, times have not been revealed. I would guess... Um, If, if I'm looking, if, if I'm looking at TV and time and everything like that, um, I would, I would put my money on Auburn playing Sunday at two. Um, but I could be wrong and they might put us on the very first game of, of the weekend, um, because they mixed up the schedules a little bit. Um, because with, with Vanderbilt being the highest seeded team remaining, uh, now that UCLA is gone, um, and I, I personally thought that Vanderbilt was the team to beat from right. the beginning. Um, but um, I would, I would think that they would want Vanderbilt in the prime time, especially since they're playing a uh, seventh-seeded Louisville team, which will be a very good ball game. Uh, but uh, going back to Auburn and Mississippi State, I, I, I would expect Auburn to be the afternoon uh, game on either Saturday or Sunday. Um, I would put my money on Sunday. Um, but not not a whole lot. I wouldn't put I wouldn't put my Omaha money on it. Um, but uh, Auburn should expect to see Ethan Small, um, who they have seen before, and ended up getting the win over um, in a in a game that Tanner Burns started at uh, way back uh, the second weekend of SEC play. Um, and I think Auburn is going to counter with Jack Owen. Um, I think Auburn likes Jack Owen there, and plus a little added advantage for Auburn. Um, Mississippi State hasn't seen him yet. Um, Jack sat out that weekend. That was the first weekend that he missed because of his forearm tightness uh, after the Tennessee game. So Auburn has the added advantage of, you haven't seen this guy ever. Um, So that, or at least seen him live. Uh, Everybody's got video and breakdown and scouting. So... Uh, But uh, the Mississippi State guys, who are who, as we remember, with that Sunday game that ended up, I think it was twenty to fifteen or eighteen to fifteen, something insane. Um, They they do have the power. They they've got the at bats. They they've got the live bats. They've got the SEC's leading hitter of all time. Um, They've got Rowdy Jordan. They've got uh, Elijah McNamee. They've uh, they've got you know uh, Rowdy Jordan all those guys and then they've also got Ethan Small that they can throw out there who is a top 10 draft uh, top 10 round draft pick so uh it's going to be a tall task for auburn but i mean really and truly at this point can you can you doubt this team no no
0: not at all look at those camo hats on they're ready to go
1: <laughs>
2: yeah Chief. absolutely oh uh, Drew, for the listeners out there that might not follow baseball and have maybe have never followed recent auburn baseball what, or maybe have never <laughs> watched a uh, college world series can you can you tell uh,
1: everybody about the uh, format oops sure um uh, and and let me preface this by saying um should auburn go out there and go zero and two that is not a terrible thing the the reward. The, think of this more. If you're into NASCAR, think of this more as the reward. Sure, the reward is a national championship, and that's the goal, and that's what Coach Thomas, uh, Coach Thompson, and the guys are going to go after. But without without question, especially now, there's nothing to hold back for. But um, the reward is getting to Omaha. You're one of there are 297 teams in college baseball. Auburn is one of eight still playing. And that's for, for this program, for this staff, for these players, for the recruits, for the recruiting that it's going to do, like we've seen with um, Coach Pearl in the, in the Final Four run, it's going to do wonders for the recruiting for Auburn baseball. But going back to your original question, um, the format is basically – think of it as just another regional. There are two – there's an A and a B bracket, four teams in each in each pod, if you will, um, you won't see any of the other four teams until the championship series. You're only worried about your four. So Auburn is only worried about Mississippi State, Louisville, and Vanderbilt. Sure, that's a that's a bunch to worry about, <laughs> Jeez, but that's all they're worried about. Vanderbilt um, might it be the best be team de- the
0: country still. Like it's oh
1: oh no, they this are. This is probably they, still Vanderbilt's world where everybody else is just living in.
0: We gotta get
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong; they haven't seen this version of the Auburn Tigers, but right. you're you're absolutely right. It right really now, Duke... to get no hit by Tracy Rocker's son. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that he saved that for Duke and not yeah. and didn't do that against us yeah. a few weeks ago. Um, I, I would have been very sad uh, to see that, but um, but no, Auburn. To be honest, looking at the other teams, everybody's as healthy as they can be. Um, I mentioned a little bit earlier uh, to you guys uh, before the podcast, Louisville will be without their all-American, closer, all-world athlete um, who was thrown out of the championship game of a regional for kind of arguing balls and Yeah, stripes. I saw that. That made me mad. Yeah. Yeah, no. It it was definitely a a uh, to excuse my language, but a butt hurt umpire. Uh, that was a that, lot of
0: that was a lot of uh, major league baseball things I don't like creeping into college baseball.
1: You're absolutely right. No, that uh, there are a lot of people that are are rubbed the wrong way uh, in the game by that um, in the college game, uh, especially uh, by that, but. Uh, the rule is that if you get tossed out of a game you're it's it's a it's a start for a position player and a four game suspension for a pitcher. So red card. So, so you
0: miss your next you miss this game and the next game.
1: Correct. And that four game suspension is supposed to be for starting pitch for pitchers because that's supposed to be one start. Right. Um, but this is this is no starting pitcher. This is your clo- this was your all world yeah, closer. closer. Luckily for Yeah, luckily for Louisville, they didn't need him because they I think outscored East Carolina like twenty two to four uh in their super regional. <laughs> so they really didn't need um including a no hit bid that went into the top of the ninth or bottom of the ninth, uh, against the Pirates uh this past weekend. So Uh, They aren't really hurting for pitching, but that is something to keep in mind. Should Louisville get a lead late and need somebody to close it down, they might not have that guy that they've been relying on in the first two games, which Auburn may very well see them um, because it will be double elimination. Uh, So Auburn will get Mississippi State and then either the winner or the loser of the Vanderbilt-Louisville game.
0: All right, Drew, thanks so much. I wrapped it up, put a bow on it. Um, Sure thing. Man, what an exciting spring for Auburn sports. You had a final four in basketball, and now this final four, or final lead eight, basically, mm-hmm. in baseball. First time yep. since 97. Ryan, how old were you in 1997?
3: <laughs> this many. Two? Holding wow. up two fingers, guys.
0: Man, oh, wow. <laughs> I was headed into eighth grade. Yeah, I was uh, <laughs> no, I, probably playing. Gonna... college real <laughs> yeah.
1: No. I was about to say. I think I was starting. I was getting set to start my eighth grade year. Yeah. Uh, that summer, so I, I do vividly remember watching um, uh, watching Huddy and and the guys play and beat Rice like a drum in game one um, out, out in Omaha. So uh, it it will definitely be good now uh, after knowing everything about it and. Uh, and, and, and now really able to understand what's happening with Auburn yeah, baseball. That was back when Rice was good at baseball. Exactly. I was actually
2: inside. That was way back in the, in the day. This time. That was a
0: couple of years. Anyway, Drew, thanks so much for coming on the pod. Sure Basically, thing, you know, guys. Thanks a, for having me. Good friend of the pod, Drew McCracken. The best in the business. There is, besides Kevin Ives, Drew McCracken might know more about Auburn baseball than anybody else. Uh, and so it's always good to have him on talk about something like this, like because like I, we talked about this before the pod. The three of us are not qualified to talk about Auburn baseball mm-hmm. whatsoever. Um, as much as we love Auburn sports, and I know a little, and it's not enough to
3: talk about. I mean, I you talking to your uh, course a little bit more, Ter Chief? There's just only oh, yeah. there's only so much
0: <laughs> my sports brain can handle, and Auburn baseball. As much as I love Auburn. Uh, <laughs> At times, I'll admit, has been it's been some yeah, it's been. Crow, I, I think you
3: uh, you have the, the space where it could be in baseball. You filled up with cycling instead.
0: Speaking right? of which, speaking of which, Ryan Starrett, nice segue into our into Drew has a game. Crow has a game. Crow has a game. So this is what's called Cronos. Crow Nose. Crow I like this. Cronos? Crow has a game could be Crow got game. Um, we're gonna go through a list. I got five. Of ten names, a list of ten names. It's Ryan versus Chief. All right, this is how right. this game's gonna work. Ryan versus Chief. I'm gonna name a person.
2: Okay.
0: We're gonna flip a coin. Actually, I don't even have a coin. So we're gonna go ones versus twos to see who goes first. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say one, two, three. When I get to three, you guys throw out a one or a two. I'll have one behind my back, and uh, we'll see what I throw. Whoever has the same as me goes why first. What if we, we, we both use rock, scissors for it? Okay, our Wi-Fi features is good. It's an audio I, podcast. I, I could so just let you go, know, and
3: you to go first. Oh, but. great,
0: <laughs> Chief! You get to go first. Right. Ryan is not a Georgia Tech fan. Not going to be upset about Chief being the home team on this. <laughs> well, that would no, make am missing Ryan is the home Ryan. I'm a team. Mississippi State fan, right? Right, it's true. Wait a second,
2: that makes Ryan the home team. He has is the home percent- team uh, advantage. Over
0: it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do LSU. Raise LSU. Tiger football player. Oh, I, th- I thought we were doing to well, Arkansas. Well, that's true. Arkansas Razorback. Arkansas Razorback. Are they hogs or are they professional road cyclists? So I'm going to read a name and you're going to guess. Does that person play for the team that finished dead last in the SEC last year in football? Or does that person make his living riding a bike up mountains in Europe? Okay, Chief, Kay. are you ready? I'm
2: ready.
0: I'm going to go with an easy one. All right, and if Chief gets it wrong, obviously, it goes to, then okay. he goes to Ryan. It doesn't. This don't is go to
2: him because if I get it wrong, he. Oh, I guess it's fifty percent right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you if you pass, oh, you can go.
0: Well, I pass. Okay. And then we'll go double we'll or nothing. Okay. We'll yeah. hand it off. Are you keeping score on this? Yeah, of course I am. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll give you. I'll give. They're gonna get harder as we go. You know, I think we need Sarah to you know help us out with score. No, we don't need. To. <laughs> Sarah doesn't want to be involved with this. Just shaking her head. All right. So, starting out really easily, Chief. Julian, Alaphilippe Is that it? Professional cyclist, or a member of the Arkansas Razorbacks football team. Uh,
3: you say easy, Chief says not so
2: fast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say cyclist. Correct, that is
3: Julian Alaphilippe,
2: number <laughs> one
0: in the world rankings <laughs> currently. I wasn't as easy a professional as professional cyclist. So, uh, Julian Alaphilippe from France on Team Quick Step, Frenchman riding on a Belgian team. Quynic. So Quynic. traitor. Now Ryan, similarly easily. Chris Froome, Chris Froome is he a professional <laughs> cyclist or is he a member of the Arkansas Razorbacks? Chris
3: Froome. Uh, let's say he's an Arkansas Razorback. No, now. Chris Froome oh, is a oh, three-time
0: Tour de France champion. Harder than I thought it was. <laughs> All right, so far so it's going to get harder for me. It's going to get harder for me. It can't get harder than <laughs> I mean, he, it, Chris Froome yes. is the most famous professional cyclist currently going at the moment. He's <laughs> won three Tours. Wait, wait, wait. Lance Armstrong's not still on the team. He's not still riding. <laughs> All right. So these are easy for people that follow cycling. People that have watched <laughs> television is... in the summertime, this should be fairly easy. All right. I feel like you just asked me, yeah, do you know who Tiger Woods is? If I were to say, right, that's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like that. Actually, Chris Room would probably be more like uh, Roy McElroy. Maybe a person who doesn't watch a lot of golf knows who that is. I don't know. Who? <laughs> Rafael Nadal? You know he plays tennis, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. I think.
0: <laughs> Chibuzi. Noana. Chief Chibuzi.
2: Arkansas Razorback. Correct. That's oh, oh, from Hyattville, Maryland. He's a junior <laughs> offensive lineman from Northwestern High School. He uh, uh, that name sounds very African in origin. Correct. Um, and it uh, does. So you're not thinking a lot of Africa in the tour? Yeah, are there a, a lot of Africans? Yeah, on but the you, you, you got to remember, you know, France had a lot of uh, colonial sway in Africa. That's true. That's true. They have a lot of. Um, if you look at their men's soccer team, they have a lot of uh, people yeah. of African. So currently, we've got a two. To zero, chiefly. And lead. getting bounced.
0: All right. So hope he doesn't get to thirteen. Uh, yeah. Well. Remember, if we're we're doing ten names. I have only so five, five each. Five
2: each.
0: Okay. Know. Oh. Uh oh. Michael Matthews, Ryan. Michael Matthews. Is that an Arkansas Razorback or is that a member uh, of? See, this the is a trick question. He was in my it? freshman chem lab? I hope. <laughs>
3: that's
2: that's two. That's two people. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Matthews. Uh. Uh, cyclist.
3: That's correct. Yeah. Michael yeah, Matthews, yeah, yeah. Is
0: an Australian there team Sunweb. He's currently the ninth ranked cyclist in the world on the UCI the rankings, victory. which are kind of bogus. But <laughs> okay, who ranks? Rank, stupid. It's it's like the FIFA rankings. They don't really mean anything.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, they say where you're seated. I right. know.
0: All right. Here we go. Michael, Kwiatkowski Michael Kwiatkowski that Sounds Polish <laughs> It does sound Polish <laughs> That's tough Arkansas Razorback No, he's a professional wow. cyclist Team Sky Or now like Team Ineos. So now We're sitting here at 2-1 still <laughs> Not out yet Ryan is here to take the to tie it back up Tie it up in the third round Peyton Owsley Or maybe Owsley Peyton Owsley Can you spell it for me? Uh, Owsley? A-U-S-L-E-Y
3: Owsley? Owsley? Let's go cyclist.
0: <laughs> now he's Arkansas Razorback. He's tied in from Austin, <laughs> Texas. From Austin Vandergrift High School.
2: Uh, you said Owsley. Yeah. Right
3: now, you know what's funny
0: is it is a like nerd would be listening to this going, knowing all of the Razorbacks. You, well, oh, I was got like a two-star out of, out of high school. <laughs> I know him. His spark score. I you know his spark, spark score. score. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Chief yes. for an insurmountable 3 2. This is
3: for a dormy. What does that <laughs> it's mean? It's 2 to 1. It is 2 to 1. That's true. So if he gets this, then he has to miss the rest and I have to win out. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. But maybe an Drew. No, oh, no it's a term. Ryan. It's either Winkle or Winkle.
2: W I N K E L. Ryan. You have to tell me which it is so that I know. I that. don't know. Then he's an Arkansas Razor. He's an Arkansas (laughs) Razor. Dang it.
0: That was too good of a name.
3: You tried to throw him off giving him a German-sounded name. Well,
0: he's an offensive lineman, redshirt freshman from Memphis, Tennessee. (laughs) Christian Brothers High School. Ryan, we hope you do great. Except for not a good start. 6'6", 286. Big old boy. Man. I'd love to see him cycling. Not a cyclist. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Right. So we have three to one. So Ryan has to get the rest of these correct. To tie. To tie. Adam... Yates, Adam Yates, is that a professional road cyclist or is that an Arkansas? If I just keep guessing cyclists, back. I Might get there. <laughs> you have a
2: fifty-fifty chance. Uh, do I? Well, well, seems
0: like it. Arkansas Razorback. That is a road cyclist. Oh no, uh, no. no, man, <laughs> he has a twin brother named Simon Yates. Simon's the better <laughs> is, of the Yates. That's I tough. Think. Is he? Is he Scottish? You uh, gave, gave me a lot of uh, neutral. Adam English Yates is from names. Great Britain. Oh, oh yeah. If I give you. Uh, Miguel Angel Lopez Moreno. You're not know, going to go, hey, oh, that's an Arkansas racer. <laughs> Probably a Colombian cyclist, which is what he is. All right. Colombian cyclist? A lot of Colombian cyclists. Good climbers. Good climbers.
2: From <laughs> Colombia. A lot of mountains in Colombia. Huh. A lot of rivers. a lot of rivers there, too. It's true. A lot of tropical fish come from there. I don't know if you know I'm this. I'm a tropical fish hobbyist. No way! Yeah. Do you own tropical fish? Yeah. How many tropical fish do chief
0: own? i love to change the pot intro. <laughs> Quite a bit. Oh, dude, man many who, who, okay, okay, let's
2: finish this. A man who owns quite. No, a you well. already won, Chief. Man who owns. Oh, who else is from the, Tropical Fish? You know, you know who's from Omaha, Nebraska. Who's that? Three Eleven.
3: Chief's favorite band.
2: <laughs> are they? Are they opening
3: for the College World Series? Oh, I hope
0: they should. They should be the house band. Remember when baseball, Major League Baseball, would make a house band at the All Star Game? <laughs> yeah. It would be like Smash Mouth. <laughs> it was actually. Right. I think that's nope. the only one I remember. Is
2: Smash Mouth. Yeah, I have a lot of Tropical Fish. They have any names? Brag? No, I don't. I don't. I don't really have them named. Uh, what I mean, sort
0: of trip fish do you own? This is now um, cichlids. What this podcast uh, is about.
2: They're not. Uh, they're not African cichlids, which is what a lot of people think of cichlids. Minor South American, and or Central American actually. I have uh, some Nicaraguan cichlids. Um, a pair of those. I've been trying to get them to breed. For those are good cichlids, man. A couple of year. They're pretty cool looking. I don't know if you've ever seen them. Uh, <laughs> can't say i have Chief. and then yeah, i have uh sure. um some uh septum fasciatum okay uh and i don't know what that is that's a cyclist yeah, <laughs> one yeah. <laughs> yeah. they come uh all these come from costa rica and nicaragua The ones i have and then i have a bunch of uh, or some others in another tank that's, that's awesome, awesome. saltwater tank obviously yep. no freshwater yeah. tank this is all freshwater
0: you have tropical freshwater fish yep Wow. So right now there's somebody listening to this going, duh, Crow. <laughs> Obviously a freshwater fish. got <laughs> does know a cichlid from a cyclist. <laughs> yeah. You would have gotten Tebow Pino as a cyclist. I've got you. some
2: I've got some fish I need to get rid if of. If you had Pino. said
0: LSU, I would have guessed LSU player. I almost
2: did LSU versus <laughs> Cyclist. I know, there would have been a tough. lot of those. That would have been tough. Yeah. This was tough. This was tough for the well, that right.
0: was Crow has Well, that was Crow has a game. Chief wins the f- inaugural Crow has a game.
3: We might have to try a, uh, another round of this with other sports in the coming weeks. <laughs>
2: Uh, like
0: professional team handball player or yeah. or like member of Atlanta United well, handball or, players. we might know them
3: from being around Auburn. That's true. yeah.
0: Guys, we had something else we wanted to talk about this evening and it was football recruiting. As you guys know, I care so much about it, but we've got a we have a pretty nice little
3: breakdown of the top 100 all-time football recruits by Auburn.
0: And that was Ryan's idea. And I think it went really well. Yeah. Mr. Stare. Yeah,
3: I fell a little behind. Still trying to play catch up. Uh, well, we had a tragedy. A death in the family. We did. Um, so we are through number 86, I believe, yes. today was. Uh, Anthony Schwartz uh, also had Cam Newton, number 87. It's pretty wild. Cam Newton was the number 87 recruit all the time. I
0: was going to say, it's pretty wild that Anthony Schwartz is that high. I mean, I love Anthony Schwartz. Yeah. But we've gone through some pretty, like, for instance, Greg Smith, the article I wrote... <laughs> I would have thought he was the number one recruit, <laughs> Mister Bobbard, the way that it was handled. Like Ryan, you do not understand what the Greg Smith era of football recruiting was like. There were no videos, or very little. Yeah, it was if they put it on scout or rivals, that's the only video you got. So a guy had to yeah, actually. There was film. no huddle. Yeah, no one was filming their own huddle
2: profiles. Um, coaches were helping players compile their own VHS tapes and sending them to coaches. They're mailing that. them. Yeah, mailing it.
3: Jeez.
2: It's a it was a wild time and no smartphones. What? No smartphones and oh something God.
0: something happened with this guy, where I think a photo got out of him, or maybe like a
3: clip of a couple of plays, of him just wrecking some junior college kid and from everything you've told me he sounds like the defensive line version of Michael Oher but like in the blind side where he's just pushing people into the yeah, stands yeah exactly And, and like pushing some poor little
0: 150 pounds you're talking about a dance. guy who, who might have weighed 400 pounds like in like a legit 400 <laughs> at one point point. Um, and was like 6'5 and like I'm not anyone that tall 6'3 and like the only quotes you'd hear is like Kenny Aaron saying he's super athletic but it's hard for him to get through a door <laughs> like, I, I remember Kenny Iron saying that. And, like, yeah, so back then, people are looking at this, like, this, is, this guy's the end-all, be-all of football recruiting, and we're Auburn's going to have Vince Wilfork, basically, on his defensive line for the next three years. He probably
3: didn't look as good in overalls as Wilfork did, though.
0: Vince Wilfork's a good comp for this guy because that's kind of his body type. Just giant. It's square. He was a square person. So, but uh, we Auburn signed some recruits, right? Or not signed. Not signed.
3: But yeah, we had a couple of commits. So, Big Cat weekend was last week, um, not this past weekend. And we talked so, a little bit about that last week. Yeah, so we had a wide receiver commit and offensive lineman do the air horn sirens boop, 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 boop. <laughs> yeah. Um Tate Johnson today. JG uh, Tate Johnson. JG Tate Johnson, as we've been calling him. Uh, he's only a three-star, but he's... He's one of those borderline three, four-star guys. And honestly, Auburn just needs bodies. Yeah, I don't care about line.
2: stars in the offensive line. I,
3: mean, we, I think we've got four guys in this class right now, and I th- they're probably going to keep adding a couple
2: more. Um, let's hope. We're just going to sign all uh, linemen and wide receivers?
3: Yeah, let's oh. do it. Yeah, apparently, we can never have enough wide receivers. We can't. <laughs> apparently not. After signing f- what, four last year, we've got another four, yeah, another four in this class, I think. Um, I think that's like the, uh, the baseball strategy of just drafting a lot of shortstops because you know they're the most athletic person they can play somewhere else. Just throw
2: it at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs>
0: yeah. Time. I like that. It's kind of like Tubbs' is old recruit-only dude who played quarterback in high school. <laughs> like he, he would sign 10 guys at class that well, played quarterback G- in G- high Gus school. Gus has done
3: that a lot too, though. And just yeah, to figure out where you're going to play. Yeah. Even movie even played quarterback. Yeah. Ryan Smith. Ryan White. Good. But a Ryan. Uh, so Tubbs
2: towards the end was obsessed with signing athletes. Yeah. So that was his...
3: Uh, I mean, honestly, he was a little ahead of the game with that. Yeah. Because it seemed like yeah. you know, when Chizik and Gus got here, that was that's what the classes were. Yeah. You mean... You
0: got senatorial candidate, Tommy Toro. Of yeah. course. Oh, yeah. yeah. Future Alabama senator. That's how I'm to, 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 to Let's not... Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> golly bum. Yeah. Anybody is qualified... Everybody is qualified to be... A, what a country. <laughs> Literally, everyone is qualified to be a senator in this country. Well, everyone and anybody, as long as you have the money. <laughs> Political talk over. Uh, Guys, oh, I can't get over the fact that we scored 13 runs in the first inning against North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty wild. It, we scored uh,
3: more points in the, or more runs in the first inning against North Carolina than Bryce did against North Carolina.
2: It's unbelievable. Didn't quite get the chewing I, numbers. I just right. cackled like a maniac. My wife, when she, when she got home... Or no, my mom was there. Sorry. Uh, my mom was there with my son in a different room. And I was yeah. watching and I just started cackling. And she was very confused by that. At one point, it was just a parade. It, it was, was it was much like the Kansas game when yeah. we against in the yeah. NCAA tournament uh, basketball where I just laughed. like yeah. It was just so absurd. Yeah, when Auburn went up,
3: I think... Three nothing. Uh, yeah, I kind of just set my headphones down. Had to go talk to my boss about something this afternoon. Came back ten minutes later, and we were still batting. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I think I was driving at one point listening to it. Came home, turned it on, did something else. Came back, checked it again. And
3: the first inning still going
2: on. First inning lasts an hour.
3: Yeah, it's almost like they looked at the.
2: Oh, it was a fifty-six game. minute first inning.
3: It's like they looked at the game yesterday and said, "Oh, North Carolina put up." Two in the first yesterday. It was like a 30-minute first inning. Change. So,
2: so, before uh, I I listened to the pregame, actually, uh, as you two know, I turned on the uh, TuneIn app about an hour before the game, and right. I was listening to the 2004 Auburn-Tennessee game, uh, regular season Tennessee game, which was just an absolute joy. Were they just, just playing that today? Yeah. Well, they do that. they so, just play it's Auburn Network. Gotcha. So it's the Auburn you know. Network's TuneIn. So, um it was just crazy some of the names up here. Monte Pitts, um, Josh the, Thompson, Stump. There was a time, Ryan, where more than one often football player either left the team
0: or immediately following being on the team had a rap career. And Monte Pitts was one of those guys.
2: <laughs> Robert Dunn was another one. Robert Dunn. Guys.
3: Uh, Only one is an assistant coach now. Yeah, exactly.
2: He <laughs> will. It's true. Um but Okay. So, so then I was <laughs> listening to the pregame and, and uh Andy interviewed Butch not right before the game, obviously it was pre-recorded, right. asking him um, you know, what are the keys to the game and, and he basically said we we want to score early. We want to put a, a, a few points on the We want to p- put a few runs on put up a few runs in the first inning. <laughs> Wow. So when so that was happening, that's all that was going Bush through my head. I was, I was like, "What? Well, 13, that's what he wanted. Great strategy, Butch. I don't know Butch.
3: what
0: Butch Thompson sounds like, but I imagine it's like, we want to put up about 13 runs, first
3: inning. No. That sounds like a bad Gus impersonation. Yeah, it does like a doesn't
2: Gus. Gus. It's a bad Gus. He's, um...
3: He... But his name's Butch Thompson.
2: I mean, he's from Alabama, so he sounds yeah. like he's from Alabama, but he sounds like he's from Birmingham. Oh. Yeah. So he yeah. doesn't yeah. sound like he's from Auburn. Doesn't sound like he's from Fort Payne either, <laughs> right? You got to pay extra for that. You know? um, Gee, if you're
3: talking about the radio call today, though, yeah, you know, oh man, it was you know being at work, I couldn't really have the game up to watch it, so I, I listened to it on the headphones. And uh, Paul and Andy did a really good job. Uh, yeah. I was, I enjoyed listening to them and all their homerness. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Every inside strike call that Auburn didn't get because UNC flinched at. Andy was just beside himself.
2: At one point, <laughs> Ryan in our group chat was like, Andy is incredulous over the uh, where Julian may have been hit, but probably yeah, totally, wasn't. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, no, not Andy. <laughs> uh, and then,
3: you know, at the, at the end of the game, getting to hear them call the, you know, Auburn's going to Omaha. So yeah. good.
2: Yeah. It was great. It was, it then, was a great call. And it was,
0: it was emotional.
3: I feel good for
2: those
0: guys because you yeah. know how close they were to Rod. And yeah, Mike. right what it means to them. For sure. It, um,
2: it, it was really It's cool. a
0: sweet thing. It's a bittersweet thing, but it's still a sweet thing. Like, it's a... For this, the first sporting event to take place after losing that guy, yeah. to be his favorite sport, and for them to get to a place they haven't been since 97.
2: Yeah. He was doing the games, by the Which way. I think was, like, his first... <laughs> yeah, his he, first been like, I think he'd been, time?
0: like,
3: two or three years. Yeah.
0: For him, it's them to 90, do that
2: but... is
0: such a fitting tribute to him, and what he meant, and kind of a great way for everybody to kind of go, yeah, this is our yeah. last, this was Rod's last ride. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah it, it's, it's been Poetic. cool to see. It doesn't, but it doesn't feel like I, you know, when things happen like this, a lot of times, ES, there there tends to be this ESPNification of things, yeah. like where they would like play a tribute before, like, and we really, other than the, the helmet stickers that we had, yeah. The, and, and, you know, obviously... The TV broadcasting is touching on it, but it's but not been, But it hasn't been... Uh, it hasn't really been shoved in people's faces, and, and I, I think Rod would also appreciate that. Yeah so, yeah. so that's been nice to see.
0: I wonder if that's because the... Doesn't Fox own the audio? Probably. Yeah, maybe if... ESPN may not want to chill out for a bunch of audio clips. I don't even know if it's that. I, I mean, yeah, I, I just...
2: I, I think... I If I had to guess, Auburn has... Told them we don't want.
0: Yeah, to don't do make people. it all about this. Yeah,
2: but not yeah, then don't again, Butch the says day. something about it every time that yeah, he's exactly asked about it. And like, I mean,
0: if it was college football, Tom Rinaldi, you know, Tom Rinaldi oh, going to show up. Yeah, right. on campus next year. <laughs> and the piano it's going to come on, and Tom Rinaldi going to talk about overcoming adversity and pain, <sighs> loss, and sorrow. Tom Rinaldi is like. Jean Paul Sartre, like it, everything is just horrible, but the, except unlike Sartre, there's no like, there's like redemption or some sort of hope. Yeah, yeah. In Tom Rinaldi's stories, yeah, yeah, it's true. Ryan Jean Paul Sartre was a 20th century French <laughs> <John> existential <laughs> philosopher slash playwright,
2: slash uh, sad, sad, a really man. sad man. Yeah.
3: The Wait. ultimate French person. <laughs> go Metairie go though, I mean, because he is the, the radio guy, to play by play. He's not. He doesn't have that connection with the players as far as like this isn't driving the players. Like to,
2: I think to, he does a little bit more with baseball and right. basketball than he does with football. But
3: it, I don't know. I, I would hate for it, the narrative to be, oh, they're just playing hard for Rod. Because, right, right. And, and because, like you said, Rod wouldn't want that. That's no. that's not what these guys are doing. I mean, they're, just, they're going to the College World Series because they've worked their whole lives for it. Right. Right. Um, and much like and it, basketball Bunch has there, been a little more emotional about it cuz I, I, mean, I imagine he deals dealt with yeah. a lot more um, and that's why you kind of hear him mention it uh, quite a bit in the interviews but
2: J- just like basketball this team uh, is clicking on all exactly. the right cylinders at the right time and when you decide championships
0: by virtue of single or double elimination tournaments it doesn't matter your regular season does not matter one iota all that matters you have to is not be how, right just can you play in these games? Right. and It doesn't matter. You can be the worst team in the league going into an SEC tournament and win the SEC tournament. It doesn't matter. It does not matter except for can you play in these games. Right. That's that's exactly right. And and you see that in the NFL a lot, mainly because there's so much parity in that league. And you see it uh, to almost no extent in the NBA because of the seven-game series format. But in college baseball, in the best of three, you'll get upsets. Yeah. And you'll get teams that really, like Auburn, really aren't a top 25 team from the regular season because they didn't have the resume for a top 25 yeah. team. Yeah. But right now, they're
3: top eight, bare yeah. minimum, top yeah. eight. Teams. Yeah, definitely. And, and this season for baseball really does parallel the basketball season. Oh, I mean, maybe not with the beginning of the season projections. Right. But outside of that, it's like, well, you're pretty good at a conference, you know, had some, had a good ranking. <laughs> nerd got calling them average. Nerd, nerd thought they were average.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie, guys, he, both teams, he was, he was kind of off the bus. It's funny that with baseball, I'm more optimistic about baseball than I am any other sport. And it may be because I don't. I'm not as deep into it as I am. with You're not as live before. and die with it. Yeah, like like I'm more. I like even when everybody was like, "Oh, this is," I don't know. I'm just like, "Ah, yeah, we still we're still in the postseason." Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> but
3: it seemed like you know we got in the conference play and there was just a really bad cold streak, and then they hit it. Hit we had injuries right too,
2: right and yeah. and what's weir- weird about it is it's not exactly like we we got Owen back, but you know, we yeah, didn't David really. Daniel's out for the yeah, year. Daniel's, Daniel's essentially a reliever at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, he's a. <laughs> he's an opener. <laughs> opener, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. And um, our, our pitching is f- completely different than what it was at the right. beginning of the year. Right. It, but we're pretty deep and we have a pretty deep rotation. Right
3: well, now. and I think that speaks a lot to what Butch has done with the program. I mean, right. he's he's a pitching coach at heart. Right. He was, you know. No, well, pitching no, is what wins you these games like, Right. <laughs> but before win. he came to Auburn, he was at Mississippi State, and he was, you know, the assistant coach in the country, basically. Yeah.
2: He was the pitching coach. I mean, he won the assistant, uh, national assistant right. of the year or whatever.
3: Right. So you, you really do see that, that mark on the Auburn pitching staff where, you know, they were struggling early in the year, and it's he was putting trust in some young guys. Mm-hmm. Kind of get them some experience, put them in the fire, and it's showing off now. So.
0: Yeah, and Auburn's not being carried by freshmen, but kind of being carried by freshmen and sophomores in this on this team. Right. Um, and yeah, it's a fun team to watch, and it's similar to basketball in that respect. It's a fun team to watch, team that care about cares about one another. Um, it genuinely seems to like being on the same team as each other, and has characters like Bull. You know, mm-hmm. guys like that you can kind of be a fan of. <laughs> yeah. You know. Edouard. Edouard Julien. We have, you know, the French speaking Canadian. The Canadian Crusher. The Canadian Crusher. He's <laughs> probably loving this Raptors series against the, the Warriors right now. Is he? I don't know, maybe he All of Canada is all about it.
2: Are they? Yeah. This is in Ontario. So it's not Quebec. That's
0: right. He's Quebecois. He might not even like anything Canadian. He might be. Yeah. They don't have super a high war right yeah. now.
3: So. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's true. Well, he is, the is, the he, he was. wasn't great How's at English lot? when he moved here, so he really might be. Uh, he might have a militant <laughs> of quad, and, like not one, anything to do with Canada.
0: Ryan, that's, that would be a wild situation. Paul, <laughs> like having a Catalan <laughs> on our team as well. <laughs> French nationalists. Yeah. Separatists. <laughs> separatist. That's what they yeah. are. A separatist. One single, a, an individual state so for is Quebec. So Quebec
3: like the Texas of Canada? Yes. Quebec. Uh, Quebec is the... Except not as cool. It's Quebec is <laughs> right, the... Like uh, essentially, <laughs> they wish they were their own state. Uh-huh. And okay. And similar
0: to to Bavaria and Germany and... And they have their own language. Scotland and the UK and Catalan and the... Ireland. Ireland, <laughs> Catalan is probably the closest. Yeah, I would say that. because Catalan is like voted to not be part of Spain on multiple occasions. in Spain, they just, they keep it doesn't count. Really, yeah, right.
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, No, no, no. Just
0: kidding. That doesn't work. Can't they, so really be. They really don't want to be part of Spain.
2: They think yeah. it's it's a well, odd situation. Yeah,
0: they're kind of carrying. Just not to get into geopolitical things. They're kind of carrying the nation of Spain. Big yeah, so that's why Spain, Spain live, doesn't yeah. really want it. But they have their own language and. They it's sort of Spanish, but it's they have the better soccer team in a lot of ways. They got Roberto Martinez. I knew we were gonna get the soccer, and they got Lionel Messi. Crow, <laughs> yeah, man. The schedule got released. The, thank you, Ryan. I almost <laughs> forgot. Oh, man, the, couldn't let you forget about that. The one, man. Auburn University soccer schedule got released. Finally, Crow's
2: been uh, anxious. He's been waiting for. I've this been
0: upset because for the, like two I know, months. yeah, I know the first game was coming up, and I was like, okay, guys, the first game's coming up. Yet, we don't even know who we're playing or where or when. Um, How is Crow supposed to tailgate for these games yeah. if he doesn't know wh- where they're at? How am I supposed to plan my travel if I don't know where to go? I know we open, and uh, I'm looking it up right now. I know that we open in August. Uh, right here. Here we go. They got a uh, old Daniel on the poster. No. Why of course they, they do. Is it senior year? Uh, I don't think so. I think she's junior. Oh, wow. Okay. Kennesaw State away going to that one, guys? 13th of August? Uh, you know is what? there a Braves game let's, Yeah, let's, let's time. make a trip up Kennesaw State, 6 p.m. away. Then, on the 16th, we're hosting the Mercer Bears huh. out of Macon, Georgia.
2: Huh.
0: Now, we don't play another home game until the 5th of September. Jeez, college soccer is bizarre. So, uh, that's going to be a theme of next, next fall shows. College soccer is bizarre. Auburn soccer plays UCF, USF on the 22nd. Florida Gulf Coast on the 25th of August. And then Chief goes to the Georgia tournament to play Maryland and Virginia Tech on the 30th of it's August. It's called the Georgia tournament? That's what it says, Georgia tournament. I don't know if Georgia's hosting it or if it's just in Georgia. Just the state of Georgia tournament? Maybe it's in the nation of Georgia tournament. So oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but all I know is that VT and Maryland are really good soccer programs, traditionally. Mm-hmm. Maryland especially. So that's a soccer school. So that's a huge early season test for our girls. Yes.
3: there is a Braves game that night. On the, oh. on the 13th? On the 13th of August. So. Playing the Mets. What, so, what time is the Braves game? At, let's see, 7.20. Okay, the Auburn soccer
0: game's at 6. Oh. So we could go to the well, soccer game. Well, is that 6 game. Central? 6 Eastern. Well, actually, I don't know. It could be all It's probably Saturday, on Central, Central time. All right. Guys, there might you be a College you. and MAG, Orange and Drew, meetup, doubleheader, a little baseball, little, little soccer and
2: baseball. I don't know if those will be at the same time. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll yeah. work something out. Uh, and if then, you have free Braves tickets to give us, <laughs> yeah, or soccer tickets, <laughs> or soccer tickets. Sure. The fifth
3: of
0: September, sure we, we host Syracuse, then Troy. Remember, remember the fifth of September, guys. We got Syracuse, Troy, Southern Miss, and Samford, all in a row, all at home. And I think the fifth and eighth, Syracuse and Troy. That's around a football game weekend, I believe. The fifth
3: is yeah, it's the Thursday before the opening weekend. It's yeah, which late. is in Atlanta. Oh wait. No, sorry, it's because They're the first game up. is August 31st.
0: So you could come in town on, on Thursday, see us play Syracuse in our home.
3: Stick around for the Stick opener. around
0: for the first game of the football season against Tulane. And then go see another game. And then go see us play Troy on the 8th. On Sunday. Sunday. I wonder who Everton's playing that day. What a day that would be, guys! What is this? The fifth of September? Yeah, and if Dortmund's got a game, you can hang out at the East Alabama Dortmund Club, which is yet to be determined as to where that's going to be. I forgot to ask. Our
3: uh... we haven't moved into your new house yet.
0: No, it's true. That's probably going to be the the location (laughs) of the East Alabama Dortmund Club. (laughs) Seriously,
3: (laughs) not happy
0: about that. All right, then we get into SEC play, and we'll talk about that on a later date. But right now, the most important thing is that we are less than three months away from competitive soccer on the plains yeah August 16th we're is less
3: than two months from
0: season opener right? and as yeah. everyone knows this is a soccer podcast this is a soccer podcast first and foremost uh, and in the fall we talk a little bit of Auburn football when we have to
3: so to close then if this is a soccer podcast you guys know better than me it's the women's world cup time oh man the, women, the, the USA USA women not women the
0: women the USA women Whoa, oh. man, that's two dropped phones on this That's pod. not a phone, that's the instant oh. phone. Ooh. Are you alive? Yeah, yeah, Oh, there we go. And with that, we're ghosts. Who knows?